Welcome to Chasers from Will and Grace and Vodka. Sorry. So good. It's been it's been a little bit since a chaser. If you don't, yes, it has. Finding us for the first time. Chasers are our little recappy episodes of the brand new episodes of Will and Grace, and they're just real quick. And we do a quick little recap at the top. And this week it's David's turn. He gets to recap this delightful episode. David, are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, go. Grace makes a mess with the dishwasher one morning and Will living with her is Will says that living with her is like an episode of I Love Lucy. He talks about how much of a babe slash genius Desi was and Jack and Karen show up for breakfast. So he loops them into the analogy as Fred and Ethel, though they obviously both think they're Lucy too. Next thing we know, we're in an episode of I Love Lucy. Lucy Grace's checking account is overdrawn, and Ricky Will commiserates with Fred, Jack, and Ethel Karen, and while Ethel Karen drinks a martini and acts dumb. The men don't believe the women can make a living, and the women push back a little. I mean, like, a little. It stays pretty true to the gender politics of I Love Lucy. Next, Deborah flawlessly and hilariously recreates the Vitamita Vegemin commercial, and I could say plenty about it, but honestly, you should just watch it because it's really an education, and this woman is a genius. I mean, seriously, someone do a side-by-side. It's uncanny. Unpopular. So then Karen becomes Lucy, and Grace becomes Fred, and Jack becomes Ethel, which is honestly one of my favorite moments of the episode. Karen Lucy and current reigning queen of the internet, Leslie Jordan, as Beverly Leslie, as the old Italian lady, recreate the grape-stomping scene hilariously. Now Jack is Lucy, and Ethel Grace and Fred Karen do the abbreviated canasta. Lucy, Jack, and Ethel Grace do the candy conveyor belt scene. It's the same as I remember from Nick at Night. Stressful as it is, hilarious. And again, uncannily reproduced. Back in the real world, the gang ask Will to choose his Lucy, and he says funny and nice things, and the series and the series' ending feelings begin. The episode begin or ends with an adorable song and dance number starring Will Ricky and the three dancing Lucys. We're also treated to a little outtake reel that made me kind of emosh. End of episode. I was totally emotional. Totally. You you left one thing out. The uh, what, what did I leave out? The foreman of the chocolate warehouse was oh, who was it? Lucy's Lucy's daughter, Lucy Arnaz. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Isn't amazing. That I know. That's I so know. cool. Ah, uh, I mean, I didn't recognize her. I was like, that's got to be someone because she got a lot of woos when she came out. So hmm. I looked it up. And that was her. And I just, uh, David, perfect. It's what we've been wanting since Deborah Messing existed in our minds. Truly. It's like, I mean, I know that there were like, I don't know if it's true or not, but I know that there were rumblings of, you know, Lucille Ball biopics starring Deborah Messing over the years that never sort of came to fruition. But, um, this is a love, like the Vitamita Vegemin sketch in particular, like they're all funny in their own way. Um, but the Vitamita Vegemin sketch is, I don't like, it's shocking how accurate, how, how good her, I, her, her Lucy is. Truly. I paused it actually. And right after that, cause I was delighted. I laughed the whole time. She's so mm-hmm. incredible. And I was like, okay, how close is this? I just want to see. And it was perfect i watched the lucille ball and it was just holy shit amazing like shot for shot. yeah 
Yeah, almost. There was a little extra in there. She was a little drunker than (laughs) than (laughs) Lucille Ball. But oh my God, it was just so delightful to watch. What a perfect, perfect tribute. What a beautiful thing that they did. I know. And you know, I like, let's be honest, I don't, this doesn't totally fit with the world of Will and Grace. They've never referenced Lucille Ball before, but it's fun and it's cute and like, they clearly had a blast doing it, and yes. um, it was just—it was just a treat. It was a treat for us. It was—it was a real treat, and um, uh, I want to talk about the sh- when they shortened the same scene they were doing the living room scene. Yeah, uh, oh, so when funny. they <laughs> when they shortened that to the last one where it was just Canasta. Canasta. <laughs> that was fantastic. Every time Karen was a different person, she was still drinking a martini. I mean, (laughs) what, what a perfect, I just, it was so, I was delighted the whole time. And like you said that the feels at the end, first of all, I, I teared up during the dance and song and dance for some reason. Mm -hmm. I, it just, it hit me. And then their hug at the end, you're all my Lucy. Like it just, Beautiful. It hits you that the show's ending. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad they did this. I'm so glad they did this. Mm-hmm. And Me the too. oh, shout out to hair and makeup and costuming. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's perfect. I love that when Karen is Lucy, she still has Karen hair. Yes, and I, and also <laughs> when she's Fred, she still has full eye makeup. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And I I really loved um, Jack and Grace being. Lucy and Ethel in the the candy scene. Oh, yeah. Which, yes, so stressful. Do you remember? I'm sure you do remember watching these on Nick at Night. Oh, compl- uh, I, every episode. It was my favorite. Every episode. It was my favorite, I yeah. Loved it. That and Mary Tyler Moore were my faves to watch. Mm-hmm. And, I liked Bewitched um, a lot, too. Oh, yes, I loved Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, what a treat. It took me back. I'm And I... I don't know. I don't even have words. I just loved it so, so much. I think that like, it's just also such a special thing that they're able to pay tribute to too, because Mm -hmm. they're paying tribute to, you know, it's, it's very easy to look at I love Lucy and like the themes in I love Lucy and say, well, that's sexist because you know, it was a different time. However, the truth of the matter is that this was a woman who Mm -hmm. was, had like, like all this artistic, power over this product that was coming out starring her and she was funny she was a funny woman and she was like like powerful and you know uh gosh I, i'm not being super articulate at the moment but will and grace the show about gay people finally like owning a narrative and being funny um mm. sort of owes its own existence to pioneers like Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz and um, especially like the multicam format, um, which mm-hmm. Desi is sort of responsible for pioneering as we learned on uh, Max Muchnick's Instagram um, <laughs> that, you know, James Burroughs has built his entire career on. So like it, like the homage here has, has a lot of, there's a lot of layers, it's you know, deep. to why this is significant. And um, it was really fun to watch. <laughs> it was really fun to watch. I can't get over it. I'm probably going to watch it again several times this weekend. You know, live your life. You're a rewatcher. 
I'm I'm not really anymore. I used to be, but now there's so much content. There's hardly anything I rewatch. True. We have we have so many but, choices. But this one deserves another look. It's so perfect. Vitamin if you haven't Vegemin watched yet, you got to go so check it out. Classic. It's yeah. so like yeah. just. I mean, I remember watching that when I was a little tiny child. Like a little tiny child. And then again, when Nick at Night started mm-hmm. running I Love Lucy and like when I was a teenager and oh God, it's just, I, I'm just gushing. I'm gushing. Deborah Messing is a genius. Oh, Leslie Jordan. Perfection. I mean. Oh my gosh. It's so obvious. Couldn't agree more. I love Leslie Jordan. It's, mm, it's so obvious that he would be the choice for the Italian mm-hmm. woman. But it didn't yeah. occur to me until I saw it happen. I was like, oh, of course. Of course. Perfect. And if you're not following Leslie Jordan's Instagram account right now, oh. um, are you even living? Because he is Truly. being hysterical in quarantine right now. Um, finally love, getting some attention him. he deserves. Me too, Honestly, him. it's about freaking time. Uh I don't. The, yeah, it uh, is, is about anything time. else. Anything else you want to highlight? I mean, just watch it, guys. It was such a treat, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, I do want to point out it. like one small detail that that they that they was consistent for all three. Um, what was the word? There's one word that um, all three of them, as Fred, say kind of wrong because I think he says it wrong. Well, what's in the, it? In, he must. It's um. Oh shoot! It's like it's one little word, and I forget what it is. But it's it's the part when he walks over to talk to Luz, to Ricky rather, um, in that like little opening scene that they do three times, and um, they all say it kind of wrong because he must, and I it must be because he says it wrong in the original, in like the source material, um, and I was just like, wow. Details. Details. I mean, yeah, everything that I that I skimmed before we recorded because I wanted to make sure we were knowledgeable about what kind of what went on behind the scenes. Uh, also, there is a great on on Scotty's Instagram. There's a great live that he did talking about the music. I think it's Scotty. Oh, I could be wrong. I didn't really look that closely, but our dear friend Patrick sent it to us. Hi, Patrick. Um, Hi. And I watched it just now, and they talk about like. Um, there's no original uh, music left. So they kind of had to recreate the actual music. Oh my God. Uh, so that's really fascinating. You should j- go check that out. If you were as um, just touched by this episode as we were, then I highly recommend you look up just every bit of information about the the machinations around this episode that you can because – it's really fantastic how much effort they put into it. And also, if you don't know anything about Lucille Ball, you need to read some biographies because she was incredible. She was a very cool person. Um, <clears throat> we The world does need a biopic. We need to like... We do need a biopic. Let's do that. Let's make yeah. that happen, David, you and me. <laughs> okay. Um, starring you. Um, oh, I don't think so. I mean, did you, as a child with red hair in show in show business, did you like get a lot of people saying like you're like Lucille Ball with like nothing behind it? Uh, no, it was mostly Annie. Oh, <laughs> that too. Um, you well, know, great. I was almost what a great named episode. Annie. 
<laughs> Thank God for I, I that did I know was that. not. So was I. Uh, if I had been a, born a girl, I would have been named Anne. Oh, that's right. Aren't we cute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're adorable. <laughs> oh, well, two two episodes left, guys. So keep in mind that we want you to send a voice memo to us at willandgracepod at gmail.com. Um, after the, ep- after the, the final. final episode airs, uh, mm-hmm. send that there, 30 to 60 seconds. Just tell us your feelings, and we're going to put together a final chaser for you for that week. That will be our regular episode as opposed yeah, to- Yeah, it'll be a little a little blowout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, cute. Cute. Find us on the things, rate and review. Patreon. Patreon us, please. Go to yeah. that. Um, say goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.